Hey guys, welcome to Driving with the Real Estate Investor 2020. First of all, hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Sending out a lot of love, happiness. Um, I wanted to talk about today, uh, obviously, real estate investing. And just to basically touch on the younger generations and tell them to start investing in real estate. Real estate is a great way to make money. Um, it is a crap ton of hard work, uh, especially if you're possibly, um, you know, renting properties. It, it, it is, I, I can't stress enough how much hard work it takes to, number one, find good tenants, rule out all the bad ones. Um, once you find those good tenants, you got to make sure that they stay happy. There's nothing wrong with the house. When there is something wrong, it's up to you to fix it. I know a lot of people go and, you know, right off the bat, hire managers and, and this and that. That's not worth it to me unless you have, you know, more than, let's say, five, ten properties. You can handle it on your own. Not everything's going to happen in one day. So just be patient, be willing to put in the hard work, and you'll have a nice little paycheck at the end of each month. Plus, the people that are renting your place, they're paying for your mortgage. They're building that equity in your home. And that is fantastic. At a young age, it's huge to have that um, because what some people don't realize is that that house, usually when, when you get a house, you get a, a, a mortgage that's amortized over five years, sorry, 25 years, but it'll renew every five years. So those at that five-year mark, if you keep good credit, and that's easy if you're in the mindset that you want to invest your money, you're not buying stupid shit. So you're keeping a good credit and you're, you're managing your, your money properly, you're spending properly, then at that five-year mark, you can pull that equity out of the house. You can remortgage the house up to the 80% of its current value. So that means now you have more money to either reinvest in another rental property or you can start putting that aside for a home for yourself. And that too, I mean, um, that being said, uh, you know, a home for yourself is a big expense. This is not as good as having a rental property because your own home always costs you money. Once you're done paying your mortgage, you're still going to have to fix it when it breaks. You still have to pay your property taxes. You still have to pay uh, your bills. You, st you still have to pay everything. When it comes to a rental property, your renters are usually paying everything. So now, 
with with all that um, the reason why I'm, I'm trying to put this out there and hopefully reach some some younger younger kids or young adults is what when I was in my 20s I was making an obscene amount of money um, up and around you know two thousand dollars a week on a pretty consistent basis now what I should have done was the advice that I'm giving to you guys now and that's put it aside save it get enough to put a down payment buy a house rent it and so on and so forth um, what I did with it was buy dumb shit live the high life spend it on partying and next thing I knew you know let, let's say in one year I had made over a hundred thousand and I had nothing to, to show for it so ah, it is what it is called it maybe a small regret but life goes on I learned from it and the only thing I can do now is give the advice to the younger generations to not go down that path because it hurts once you hit your 30s and if you can avoid it that's great so that being said you know some people might say might be thinking or saying you know it's it's crazy you can't it, it's impossible to get a down payment to buy a house you know the the prices are nuts uh, you can't buy a house in Toronto for less than a million or in Mississauga or or some of these other hot markets right if you go outside Toronto you're still you know spending the the high hundreds of thousands yes but there are little pockets and other jurisdictions that are not that expensive um, a great example which I made the investment three years back doing what I'm telling you to do and that's purchase one that maybe is not in an area that you want to live in and slowly build equity pull the equity out and purchase a house where you do want to live in um, one of these investments that I made luckily it's where I wanted to live as well was uh, a, a town north of Toronto called New Tecumseh uh, or short form New Tech in that town there's a little small town called Beaton now Beaton is nicely set in between a very popular town known as Bradford West Gillenbury um, and the other towns of New Tecumseh which is Tottenham Alliston uh, Bondhead actually Bondhead is part of West Gillenbury but it's all within that pocket and Beaton is one of the ones that is very underdeveloped for now now the reason why I say this is upon doing some research found out that the town of New Tecumseh is rated number five the fifth most appealing and best city to live in in Ontario 
that means there's a lot of people that want to be here. Now, most of them have gone to Alliston, New Tecumseh, and surround, sorry, Alliston, um, Tottenham, and surrounding areas. They've missed Beaton somehow. We are about 15 minutes from the 400. Um, about 10 minutes from Highway 27. About another 10 minutes away from Highway 50. And houses here, you can actually still find them in the 300,000s. Probably an average of 500,000. That is huge. This place is very underpriced for its surrounding area. Now, coming to a place like this and buying a house to rent it is a fantastic, extremely fantastic way of thinking. Because eventually, it will, the city itself will build to become very big. We're actually getting a Tim Hortons. That's going to increase property values. <coughs> Little pockets like this in, nestled amongst very popular areas are the place to be, are the place to invest. Right? These are areas that are not sought after as of now, but everybody looks to rent a house. Somewhere, somehow, you always find people that want to rent. So if, if you can have the discipline to save the money and invest in a community like this, then now's the perfect time to buy a home or to buy a property and sit on it for a few years. You'd be amazed at the value of your property in five years in a little town like Beaton. The potential is crazy. And in the meantime, you're making yourself a little income and building equity in, in a home. See, everybody thinks um, when it comes to buying a house that you have to buy it and you have to live into it. Sorry, you have to live in it. So some people might think that, you know, purchasing a house and getting somebody to rent it to that pays for your mortgage and pays your taxes and all you're doing is reaping the benefits. That's not selfish. That's, well, I, well, I can't say it's not selfish. You, you are thinking about yourself, but it's also selfless. Everybody needs a home. Everybody needs a place to live. And if somebody can't qualify for a mortgage, the only way they can live in a home is to rent it, then you're providing that person a home. In the end, it does benefit you as well. And if more people buy homes and rent them, that means supply and demand changes. So if there's more houses to rent, 
that means there's more supply and it, it drives down the demand which drives down the price so now all of a sudden you know because we're in in a time where you know landlords are licking their lips because they can charge whatever they want because nobody can buy a home and everybody needs to rent but at the same time anybody who can purchase a home and it 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 can be done and they rent it now it, it provides more supply so those rent prices have to come down eventually just to compete landlords have to compete for the people who are renting and that'll change a lot of things um, as far as affordable housing as well if we build more homes Right? It increases the supply, which drives down the demand. It drives down the prices. Um, that's a conversation for another day. And I hope I've, I can, I've given some information to change some views on investing in real estate and I hope some young people actually go out and do it. Um, even if it's, you know, with the help of your parents or with the help of uh, family members. It's not even crazy to say, ask four or five of your closest buddies. Hey guys, let's put a whole bunch of money together. Let's buy a house. Let's rent it. In the end, we'll split it and off we go or we keep it and we just keep remortgaging it and splitting the profits because those profits when you remortgage are actually tax-free you don't get taxed on that because it's technically quote-unquote debt and it's money that you can use to reinvest in other houses or put aside for a house that you might buy one day thanks guys for listening um, if you can, please, please share the podcast. Um, I'm trying hard to put some, some content out on here every day. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work out with me, but I'm trying my best and hopefully the information is good. Thank you. Peace.